What is going on, Charlotte? It is a BEA beautiful day here. We hope it is wherever you're listening from. (laughs) (laughs) Wherever you're listening to us talk about small business, Charlotte, and all the stuff that ties the two between each other. All the stuff. All the stuff. All the stuff. We're recording from the Brewers at 4001 Yancey, and we've got some (laughs) lovely, upbeat Cantina Halloween music in the background. I hope you can hear it. I hope you enjoy it. Today, it is just the three of us. Uh, You get that even if you're not a subscriber. That's true. That's for free. Yeah, first one's for free. Today, we're going to be talking marketing. So we've talked marketing quite a bit in the past, but we're going to be talking some end-of-the-year marketing, and I'm going to sort of act as the, the host with Brandon and kind of answering some questions, being almost kind of like the guest situation because they have some, some different marketing things than the average business owner. So right. let's dive in. All right. I mean, you want to we can tee do, it up, mediator? Yeah, let's. We don't even need voice intros; <laughs> just the three of us. So marketing. So <laughs> it just reminds me, Major, like hell, no one's listening, anyways. <laughs> well, just because of that, we're. Uh... Hello, my name is Brandon with Superior Data Solutions. We provide critical business services, support, and infrastructure to drive your business into the future. That's, I love that's a that. one up right yeah. there. Yeah, that's uh, that's yeah, that's fantastic. It's put your great, power tie on. <laughs> it's a great drink break too. So that's actually fantastic. <laughs> okay, so marketing. So, I, we've talked about SEO on the past, and that's not a thing that either of you do heavily by any means, or don't even really do. Networking is big for both of you. Referrals is big for both of you. There's no ads. Neither of you do a whole lot on social media, right? So, what works best in this? This was a very local driven businesses for the most part. What works best? Is it referrals? And if so, how do you nurture those referrals? Well, so historically what I would say would work best and it's it's both what you enjoy doing and what maybe draws people in the most. So, I mean, I can tell you that I could put out the most amazing like business tutorial video and nobody will click on it unless it actually in the title has the very specific problem they're trying to solve. Yes, definitely. And so it's it's very difficult because what 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 I would do in consulting and coaching would be a little bit more you've got to almost run into it to see it. And so okay. typically it's speaking engagements. It's anything where you get in front of like, you know, a reasonably decent sized amount of people in a setting where they'll ask questions or they'll chime in with their own experiences and stuff like that. So it's like, if you can get a, get a chance, I mean, we do a lot of speaking things, but there, you know, that took about a two year pause because of COVID. So, and now what's different is I feel unless you're a larger sized company, you just, you're not going to those things like you used to. It's like you came out of COVID and not. So, it's changed because all of the marketing around that, like Eventbrite used to be like, almost like an add-on to my like, you know, my Google Chrome, you know, right. just you click it because you'd have an event. Now yeah. it's like, I, I'm, I'm finding different ways, but you almost have to get invited to do something like that, not create it yourself. Okay, so a bit more strategic with where you're going, still speaking, yep. but more strategic and more hunting and finding the right ones. Yep. I suppose, uh, oh, let me just pick from one of these. Yep. Okay, so speaking games, that's a good one. We've talked about that in our group quite a bit, and I think a lot of the folks that we talk with, they love speaking. It's great lead generation, it's great education, whatever you're doing it for is a really good reason. Brandon, do you do a lot of speaking? Do you do a lot of networking? What's number one for you? Networking is probably one. Okay. And then, I, you know what I found? It works really well is not trying to network. Like if you have an event or you have something you're at, and you're just casually speaking, 
And I've seen this before where people say the best known business is the most successful business. Mm -hmm. And it's just getting out, mentioning what you do, not hitting them over the head with it. Yeah. Some of the most successful things I've had, I was in doing something completely different. You just mentioned that I do IT. Oh, really? Come on down, blah, blah, blah. Oh. And then other things, I was at, actually, Brandy, she's been on. Brandy Montambo. Yeah. Yeah, she's been on. And it was something where they were just talking, and they started talking about password managers. Yeah. And I started talking about password managers, and it was like, oh, really? Like, it was one of those things that's like, if you get in and start talking about certain things, it's a totally different conversation than if you come in networking and, hey, I'm the IT guy, and I can do this, and it turns into a, I'm selling you something. That's exactly right. Opposed to, hey, this is what I do. And you start talking, and it starts ticking off things in their head. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, I have that, too. Oh, oh, I have that, too. And it's like, so when you start ticking those things off, now all the social media, everything, and Scott and I were talking about it yesterday, it just validates what you're doing. Right. It has to be there. Right necessary evil yeah it's not going to be one of those things that you put an odd you know put a blog out you know the phone's going to immediately start ringing it's probably not going to get read well and like social i mean any any lead generation approach is great if people are physically searching for what you're offering like if they're out like i mean i could see dashboards being something that somebody might search like you know how do i get data analytic help right stuff like that but nobody's searching like I mean, and they may search IT, but most people know a guy or, you know, they, they know, they'll just ask their buddy that owns a business who they Correct. use. And so you can go pump all of that out there, but that should be more, oh, I just spoke with Brandon. I'm going to go find his website and check him out. And that's right. what they use it for. IT and same is, with social. That's exactly right. Because <clears throat> IT, especially in your case, Brandon, is such a broad term. Just nobody's going to Google IT help near me. And if they do, they're going to get Best Buy or something, right? So they have to search for a very, very specific thing. And to your point, it's probably like a password manager. And they'll search for that specific thing, and then the password manager will come up. It's very difficult to rank for in any sort of SEO for either of you because of the crowded market that you both occupy. Well, and if you, I feel, the more specific you get, the less, obviously, traffic you're going to generate, but it's a far more qualified lead. Correct. Yes. Just putting the shotgun out there and blowing up your I mean your ad word. I have somebody right now that found my website and was searching and and called because, you know, we do some development work with, you know, they've got business they're trying to run from afar and they want to basically train up a general manager that's here in Charlotte while they move to Canada. And I only bring that up because I'm not trying to go find that guy or yeah. that person. And nobody I mean I'm not saying nobody. There are people that do like, oh, I, I've heard, you know, where are some good business coaches or what are some consultant companies? But you get into consulting and the word becomes, I mean, it, anybody can put consulting after another word and, and that's what it is. Yeah. Yep. So you just got to, you, you've got to have another mechanism. <laughs> well, because like you could say IT consulting, you know, and somebody could find that. Sometimes but, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just simply saying that like when you go down that path, that's not where I'm trying to draw people in. That would be more where I'm trying to like give them reinforcements as to why they would want to consider us instead of somebody else. So it gets back to target market, mm -hmm. right? Because if, so to, to both of your points, quality over quantity, 
100% of the time, right? It's almost, it's a no-brainer for most businesses, and especially in both of your businesses. I do wanna, so the quality of the conversation also matters too, not the amount of conversations not like that. To your point about networking, Brandon, when you're just casually talking like, hey, by the way, you know, not even by the way, I, I do IT. It's, hey, like, I had this problem with a password manager. He's like, oh, like, it's because of this X, Y, Z. Oh man, that's weird. You know about that? Yeah, I do IT. Oh my goodness, really? What else do you know? And that's the generic, or that's the general, it's a good flow of a conversation. See, networking is not nearly as important to me. And it's okay. because, I mean, I'm not saying that I haven't done it or that I will stop entirely doing it because it does build awareness and it develops a little bit of a community orientation. Yeah. But 90% of the people I talk with in networking events it's not a fit for somebody that would wind up using us as a business anyways. And then those that are, are usually at the very lowest end of what we offered. And that's perfectly fine. I mean, we're not avoiding customers at that level. It's just the people that we're appealing to aren't networking. They're running yes. businesses with staffs and they're, they're out working. You know, when they leave at night, they're not like, oh, great, I get to go to a networking event. No, they, they go home and see their families, and that's what they do. Right, exactly. or they have somebody in their sales department going out and networking. Yeah, and even then, like, they're the people that would wind up hiring us, like, on the, the consulting end, especially, like, more on the corporate end, their salespeople aren't going to networking events. Their salespeople are going to existing customers to try to grow the business. So they're not spending time looking, because, again, Networking is set up for you to go one-to-many versus one-on-one. -on -one. You know, it's to create one-on-one, -on -one, but start with one-to-many. Meet as many people as you can, improve your, your connection base, your network, and then figure out which one of those has value either as a referral partner or a potential client that you want to follow up with. And that's what I was going to say. Networking is rarely to go meet a bunch of clients. It's more often to meet a referral partner. And not a bunch of referral, just a one or two referral partners, right? So it's, that is, you go to network for quantity and then you pick the quality out of those few. And again, it's probably not a client, right? Go ahead. Yeah, and, and some of it depends on where you're going. Like oh, if you're 100%. going, excuse me. If you're going to an event that is like an industry specific event mm -hmm. that you would be able to serve, you may be going looking for clients, but if you're going to a general, just networking event, then yeah, that might be something. Well. And like, this is maybe one of the bigger ones that I think is, is for the most part, what I call like pure networking, but Charlotte Business Group. And, sure. yep. and I'm, I have nothing yeah. negative to say about them at all. So anything I'm saying is not criticizing them. I'm just saying that they're a larger group that yeah. spans across a lot of Charlotte. Right. And in yeah. those meetings that I've gone to, predominantly what I've found is the, the group of people there are services that I might choose to use, meaning like maybe they do digital marketing, maybe they're, you know, do photography or video content. That's probably one of the main ones. The other one I've seen is probably not something I'm, I'm really that tied to, but it's got a lot of real estate agents and, and like mortgage lending. Right. I've only found probably two, maybe three people that I would say would be targeting my same market like going after my customers with a different product or service. Oh, so a, so a complimentary. <clears throat> yep, could yeah. be a partner, could yep. be a referral partner. And then a majority of the other people, and, and again, I don't see anything wrong with this, but they're just younger executive or entrepreneurs that are in Charlotte looking to meet other people that are similar. Not like a dating site, but just meeting, making connections. Peers. Like yep, peers. And, that, and, and, and those don't fit what I 
they're like trying to accomplish. So it, that's why I'd say it's not against networking. It's just I have to go for a very specific reason, and that's why I'm, I'm not at every single event. Right, and that's a good point too. And uh, being a younger entrepreneur who goes to those events half the time for just to meet people, it's partially for business reasons. Obviously, it's a business networking event, but there's definitely something too in my mind meeting other people, like-minded people that are going through the same thing that maybe I don't need to use as like a sounding board or like get into like an accountability partner situation, but just people going through the same stuff is always a positive in my mind. So I'll go for that for networking. I'll definitely go for referral partners first. I don't, I don't care what situation you're in if you're targeting the same business, complimentary services, like Brian was saying, great. I'm still in a spot where, yeah, let's just go meet people. And yep. I think that's, I think it's fun. I think it's, there's a lot of benefits to it because you never know where that's going to lead and positives to it. But if you're looking for the most efficient way to get a client, to get something out of a marketing adventure, networking is going to be a very long, yeah. low road. I, I think you have to make a conscious choice in your marketing. Are you, which, which of your, you've, you've got three resources available to you. I've probably said this on a different podcast, but you only have three. You have your time, you've got your people, and you've got your money. And, and in any of those, you're making a choice. How am I devoting it? Like Brandon said, you send your salespeople, okay? Right. That's your people resource. If you go to the events yourselves, that's your time resource. And if you decide, I'm going to spend the money to market and like do content marketing and pay somebody to do that, that's okay. That's your money. But you have to, you have to decide which one are you going to be. Because if you're one that spends a little bit of money and then spends all their time, you're going to find, find that you're, you're not maybe evenly distributed. Right. If you go down the path of saying, I'm going to spend only money, then that ROI needs to be pretty significant in order to make sure that you're getting back what you're putting into it. Right. And I think that's where people get caught is they think I have to have this, I have to have that. So they invest in it, whether it's their time, I have to be at these events. And we've talked, is it, are you fearful you're missing out? Or are you actually there because you're advancing your business? Yeah, you're looking One ahead, yeah. Right. You know, and so you've got to you've got to figure out what your strategy is before you just start doing it all, because otherwise then you're out of money and time. Right. I, it's very interesting from a data perspective, right? Being the data nerd that I am. If you go with the time route, you will end up spending effectively more money, most likely, as opposed to bringing in a consultant to do it or somebody who is an expert in that field. Right. And so it's all about that ROI measurement. Well, and the, the rationale that that would support that, which isn't always the case, is you're good at something, spend your time doing what you're good at, exactly. hire somebody that's good at something else to do that for your business. Exactly. And I, Brandon, I know this is one of the topics that we talk about all the time, the owner versus the operator, right? The, the person who's running the business versus somebody who should just be doing the stuff, right? So in your business, do you bring on consultants to do marketing, to do networking, to do sales, anything like that? I have. I have in the past. I mean, we've done websites and SEO and have done pretty much every route. We hired a few salespeople that never really panned out for much, but it's just one of those businesses that's kind of funky. Like no one's going to look for MSPs or Mark, you know, IT sir. If they do, they're just getting a quote. They're just getting a quote. Yeah, they're yeah. just getting a quote. And most of the time it's, they're not switching. They just have to get three quotes at the end of the year to right. make sure that they're making somebody happy. Because most of the time when they have a working relationship, unless it's bad, they're not going to be changing anything. Just, yes, too much happens. Big, big, big companies are just looking at, I need three quotes, and as long as they're within range, we're, we're good. 
Okay. So, so when you when you brought on people to do some of those things, did you how did you how did you measure the effectiveness? Was it let's give them six months, let's try this out, and and was it a strategy of let's try everything out, see what we like, see what works as well, and then pick our favorites from there? I'm gonna be fair, nothing's really worked. So, <laughs> I mean, we did SEO, we've done social media marketing, we've done. You know, like I said, the salesperson going out beating the streets. And I, the salespeople will definitely work. It's just finding the right one and yeah, so, yeah, surviving yeah. the right one. So you know, yeah. get to the right one. Right. So there's there's a lot of that. Like I said, it's just one of those things that people don't go look for IT people on the Internet. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's 100% true, but it's 99% true. Normally, where we get 99.9% .9 of our business is there's another business owner, somebody asks them, hey, who's doing your IT? Oh, we got these guys, they're great. Yeah. And then we go do that work and it's almost 100% close rate. I mean, even if it's not right then and there, like a year later, we'll get a call. Oh, okay, yeah, we're, we're gonna do that now. It's a referral based. Yeah, it is yeah. referral based. Yeah. And, and, it, and there's a, one of the caveats when you're saying time and money and all that stuff. When you're starting out or you're in a position where it's like, I don't have, I've seen this as where you don't have enough work to keep you busy. Mm -hmm. That's where your time, you go out and spend your time because you're not doing anything else. So <laughs> you could sit there and stare at the screen or right. go out and beat the streets and try to get something happening, you know, on your own. And that's, I will say, depending on the person, most of the time the owner is going to get a better response than a salesperson or something like that. It's just, absolutely they know their business the best. They're the most passionate about it. And I mean, unless you're just an absolute introvert that will stare at his shoes all day, you're probably gonna get some kind of response. A positive one too. Most of the time, yeah. I mean, if yeah. you're semi-personable, I mean, you had to be at least somewhat personable to get started in the business and get people to come and do, you know, have to do work with you because if you weren't, no one would be right. working right. with you. They would, <laughs> you oh, know. Yeah, that's how it works. So you said something that was, it's actually happened to me recently. It's a, it's a, I don't know, a common topic maybe, but when, when client work is slow, right? When business is slow, when revenue is slow, you increase marketing. So that balance, obviously you should never completely cut off one or cut off the other, right? How do you guys manage the balance between client work or actually, you know, going out and making money versus going out and marketing or networking or doing anything like that. Is it a constant ratio? Does it ebb and flow? What does that look like for you guys? No, I mean, I, I get into a <clears throat> tough spot with that, which means I've got to hire for it because if I do really well and I bring in a bunch of clients, essentially I'm the only certified coach or, you know, consultant at least in the realm of what we're offering. That doesn't mean that there can't be other people that do some of it, but I can effectively eliminate myself and my ability to go out and do the sales and marketing end of it if I'm too busy managing our actual client base because they require me in that situation. Now, that's that's not everybody's business. That's just mine. I mean, most people don't realize like you, you actually do need certified to be a coach and you gotta go through and do that, so you just can't let anybody do it. Well, it might be common though, because I mean, you don't have to be certified to make dashboards or you don't have to be certified to be a fractional CFO, but I guess, is that the situation for a lot of businesses where they're reliant on the owner to do all of the stuff? No, it's, it's, not, it's not that. I mean, you, you just gotta look at where people are in their scale journey and, and things like that. I mean, no, I, yes, there was a time where we were 
really close to like, okay, we'll have a couple coaches to be able to do that. And, and, and it's still where it's headed. It's just then you kind of, okay, you pair back a little bit and then you realize, okay, maybe we were getting a little bit too fat and now we can, you can right size that. But there's a difference between like, you know, if you do a dashboard, you might be the best in, at pineapple at doing it, mm -hmm. but somebody else is legally allowed to. Oh, absolutely. See, it's more like, for me, it's like with, with coaching. I mean, I, I know that there are people that do it without certification, but if you were going for somebody who's certified, they've had to go through, you know, a certification process. It's like a yeah. CPA. Yeah. You're not going to let somebody that's like, hey, I've done a lot of people's taxes. It'll be fine. Like you're going to take your business to a certified public account. Right. Right. So, I mean, there's, there's that. And so a lot of CPA firms that you see the owner is still physically working on a lot of the, the books and, and getting people filed because it's expensive to go hire another CPA in your firm to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like I could hire an assistant that could do a lot of the administration stuff, but then I'm still the one signing off on the taxes. Right. You know, I mean, most businesses, I'm sure you guys would agree, like if you're taking your stuff in to get done, you don't want to know that, you know, Joe that's worked, you know, in QuickBooks once before right, the is intern. the one that's filing your taxes for you and giving you your tax strategy. Right. You want the certified person. Right. And that's and that's basically brands because you don't have to, you have an expertise in IT. You don't need certifications. You don't have to do anything. You could be a six-year-old and you know more than I know about IT, right? So it's an expertise thing. So do you feel that people, how do you gauge people's trust of you in dealing with their IT and their sensitive data is just, this guy seems like a super expert. How does that conversation go? Really, it comes down to problem solving. Unless you get somebody that's technical, like you're dealing with a IT director, you're dealing with something like that, conversation and kind of gets flushed out very quick if you know what you're talking about or not. For most people and their companies, they have issues and they just want them fixed. Like, when you're knocking them out, I, I was just at a customer's office today and I was supposed to be adding printers, you know, people to the printer that their previous IT person couldn't even get set up. So oh, wow. I came in, did that, added people, added people to a door lock that I've never seen in my life. So I was doing stuff like that and she's like, so she was trying to have this big sales meeting between two offices and the previous IT person put this TV up, ginormous TV with this like little computer thing on it that I've never seen before. It's just not my specialty. And it was freezing and it just couldn't get anything working. And she's freaking out because she's trying to get this sales. You know, she's got right. two offices, this person she invited in to, to have this presentation. She can't get any of it to work. Yeah. She looks over at me and she goes, can you make this work? I said, well, let me take a look at it. I said, to be honest, it's not my specialty, but I'll take a look. I said, well, we can cast your laptop to the TV. And she's like, what? I'm like, <laughs> you can cast the laptop so you can take your screen and shine, you know, basically it'll come up on there. She's like, do that. I got it working. And she's like, how in the hell do you know how to do this? I said, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I'm completely winging this right now. <laughs> she's like, well, keep winging it because this is working beautiful. <laughs> there you go. And there's something to be said about being in the field and just having a feel like, yeah, this is probably possible. I can figure it out. Well, yeah, it's just, I mean, I have a basic knowledge. I mean, to be honest, my daughter's better at it, that kind of stuff. Most kids. Like like AV, yeah. it's just, right. AV is a whole nother animal. Right. AV is very different than IT. Right. But to them, it just plugs in and it's a computer. So... You should be able to make it work. Right. And, I mean, yes, some, I mean, obviously I got it up, and but to her, 
completely happy. Mm -hmm. She couldn't be happier yeah. just because <laughs> that presentation happened. I mean, she had like 20 people sitting in the office and she had another five, six people at another office. And I'm sure she had this person she paid yeah. to come in and do this presentation. Yeah. And it was falling apart quick. So those are the kind of things that, you know, you come in and you got your cape on and yeah, people are happy. Offering a high quality been the theme of the episode yeah. of services. Yeah. Um, one last thing as we wrap up, any, any one quick thing marketing change, marketing strategy that you're leaning into as we get into the next year? Anything? More video. More video. Yeah. Okay. That's fun. I feel like you have a fun time on video too. Yeah, it, it is. And I mean, you, you have a, an ability to both, you know, kind of, you know, when you're writing, yeah, you can come out and, and it can sound like you, but you know, the visual aspect of it is, is just easier to. It's actually you. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So that's that's something that we'll we'll be doing more of this year, next well, year. Yeah. yeah. So no, that's a good one. There's we gotten a decent amount of clients from YouTube stuff. Just yeah. Well, I think that's a great strategy. Brandon, anything that you're changing up? Uh, video would be one I definitely need to embrace. It just okay. I haven't. I'm just... Bra Brandon's gonna jump on the TikTok. Yeah. Oh, I would love to see Brandon uh, on the Brandon TikTok. Brandon and I touching TikTok. <laughs> I was on that for like five minutes. I was like, I just I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ADD on crack <laughs> yeah well that's exactly what it is but all right so more video that's i mean yeah video and and then like i said if i'm sure if we all had this magic bullet of finding where actual business owners hang out right that yeah. makes all the difference and and that's kind of been the deal is i just ended up in situations where there was an actual business owner that added employees and i just got to have a regular old conversation and that led into work yeah, it's I could see that. It's like that's where that barrier of networking is. Is those people aren't at those places, right? But finding out where those people hang out, it's the magic bullet or the secret sauce or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's finding where those people live. And it could be a casual cigar night, like some of the guys have with Scott Hensley, who's been on before too. Yeah, yeah. No, it was awesome. Listeners, viewers, hopefully in the future, since we're doing more video, I hope this is valuable. This is all good stuff. Two two really good successful businesses and how they manage their marketing so thanks again to the brewers of 4000 from yancey yep take us out Brad. <laughs> <laughs> all right it's the only I, thing that drowned out the music yeah, right i would have it start this way open up the fridge and have a tall boy yeah then i'd meet up with my friends head up to the game again we don't even Oh!